You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. It's Monday, September 19th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. How will the Inflation Reduction Act affect the multifamily sector? Oregon's max rent increase for 2023 explained. And multifamily rent growth stalls in August. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by the construction firm J.R. Johnson, offering restoration and emergency repair work for multifamily properties. HFO is your leading multifamily firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law last month, bringing in a large number of funding allocations and rule changes that will impact the multifamily industry. Many are related to energy-efficient funding and incentives. Out of the $369 billion the bill advocates towards climate and energy-related initiatives, $9 billion is earmarked for home energy performance-based rebates and high-efficiency electric home rebate program. This provision aims to incentivize the energy-efficient retrofits of low- and moderate-income single-family homes and multifamily properties. Not included in the final bill are changes to the carried interest requirements that would have been a tremendous negative impact to the multifamily industry, development, and land use policy. The modified carried interest rules would have extended the carried interest holding period from one year to three years for real estate trades and businesses, among other changes. This provision was removed from the bill in early August. The Act expands the scope to two existing provisions. One, the base tax credit for energy-efficient commercial building reduction which applies to buildings that meet 25% of ASHRA standards, put in effect three years before the buildings enter service, will be raised from $0.50 to $1 per square foot. And two, the new energy-efficient home credit will now apply to all buildings that meet Energy Star multifamily new construction program requirements through 2032. A base credit of $500 will be applied to units acquired after 2022 that participate in the program and $1,000 per unit for homes certified as zero-energy ready. There are concerns about the qualifications required to earn these credits. The rigorous ASHRA standard requirements to earn tax credits is too difficult for older properties to meet in retrofit. The National Multifamily Home Council is advocating for a sliding scale of tax credits based on the extent of the building's energy-efficient improvements. Other Inflation Reduction Act provisions that could help multifamily industry include $1 billion in total grants to help states adopt recent residential and commercial building energy codes, $837.5 million for HUD to provide grants and loans to affordable housing properties that include certain energy-efficient and sustainable building features, and just over $3 billion in funding for state and local governments to improve neighborhood access and equality, including infrastructure improvements and anti-displacement policies. For Portland, the allowable rent increase for 2023 is 14.6%. Oregon's maximum allowable rent increase is calculated as 7% plus the Western Region Consumer Price Index, It is important to keep in mind that the CPI calculation uses a 12-month average, and over the last 12 months, it's been 7.6%. Given the recent bout of inflation the economy is experiencing, the fastest in 40 years, in fact, next year's maximum rent increase follows suit. While overall market rents rarely move at the maximum allowable amount, a larger increase likely strains more household budgets. In reality, renters face the option of paying the higher price, trying to find a more affordable unit, in a really tight housing market where vacancy rates are low, or taking on more roommates to spread the higher housing costs across more people. Looking forward, inflation currently is and will slow. Future maximum rent increases will be lower than 2023, 
Even so, given how high inflation is recently and the 12-month average calculation, 2024 will likely be somewhat elevated as inflation will only just then be returning to the Federal Reserve's target base on current forecasts. Multifamily rents finally hit a wall in August, presaging a declaration that may extend through the second half of 2022. The economy is starting to feel the effects of higher interest rates while migration is slowing and the increasing lack of affordability is affecting high-growth metros. The average U.S. asking rent decreased $1 in August to $1,718, marking the first month since June 2020 without significant growth. Year-over-year growth decelerated by 170 basis points to 10.9%. Nationally, asking rents are up 6.6% year-to-date, and the U.S. occupancy rate is steady at 96%. The single-family sector continues to mirror the activity in multifamily. The average single-family home asking rent decreased by $2 in August, to $2,090, while year-over-year growth dropped 170 basis points to 9.5. The moderating rent growth is due to the typical seasonality, slowing migration and cooling economy. Rent growth tends to slow in the fall, but this year is coming at the end of an unprecedented increase. The deceleration in August was strongest in many of the markets that have had the most growth over the past two years, a sign that affordability is becoming an issue. For example, year-over-year rent growth dropped 7 or 8 points over the last two months in Orlando, Miami, and Tampa. The cooling housing market is a positive demand driver for multifamily, but inflation and a slowing job market are eroding residents' ability to pay. Rent declines were concentrated in high-end lifestyle properties, which dropped 0.2% nationally in August. Lifestyle rent growth was negative in 21 of Yardi's top 30 metros. Despite the flattening rent growth, much about the market remains positive. Year-to-date, rent growth is still higher than any other previous year besides 2021, and occupancy rates have been above 96% for the past 14 months. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. We have an interview with Charlie Kokernak of Gantry Incorporated on the current lending environment and the second quarter CRE financing trends. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Department Investor blog available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.